This is our podcast all about British, Bristol City women, and we are playing in the WSL at the moment. No, us. Sure, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Not us, obviously. Can you imagine? That would be great, wouldn't it? Um, no, um, it wouldn't be. It would be terrible. But we are playing in the WSL, and we are no longer bottom of the WSL, because oh. West Ham are bottom of the WSL, thanks to our fantastic away at Liverpool yesterday there were two goals in the match it was 1-1 um, <laughs> you probably know that already if you're listening to this um, Amelie Testrup scored a fantastic oh, healed goal oh. after Abby Harrison just smashed it um, brilliant assist by the way Abby Harrison smashed it towards um, Amelie Testrup's heel and somehow Somehow she managed to do that. It was an amazing finish. That's that, form, isn't it? That That's is form. It's just it's touch, class, you know, class absolutely act. brilliant. So yeah, let's let's talk about how much we love Emily Testrup a bit later. Okay, but um, Testrup's goal was cancelled out by Sophia Roman Hogue. Her goal. So I just practiced that Hogue. Um, Hogue. Um, just to from the WSL Pronunciation Guide website. So thank you. Hopefully got that. What a great resource. Kind of right, yeah. Still still need to put all the phonetic um, pronunciations on I there. think a bit of phonetic pronunciation works, is really great. useful. But she scored anyway, 1-1. So yeah, so we're no longer bottom of the league. It was a good game. We're just going to talk about it. I should say I'm DM with us. So I'm Nat Brown. Yes, you are. I and, am, yeah. You are too. Yeah, we are both <laughs> us. We're both us. But yeah, so... Do, what do, what do you want to talk about first, Dan? Do you want to talk about... Let's talk about the team. the team. Because there were a few changes, weren't there, Nat? There were. There were some injuries created by uh, not only WSL Games recently, but also apparently some from the international break, because quite a lot of our players go and represent their respective countries. Um, so we had replacements from... Uh, Emily Syme. Was that her first start this season? I think it was her first start in the WSL, for sure. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. was. Um, mm. And she was hilariously pronounced uh, Emily Smee by the, uh, the, uh, the announcer at the game, which I just thought, that's just, that just, what a lovely little name. Emily Smee. Smee. And, and completely wrong. And completely wrong. Uh, but yeah. any, uh, Emily even, Syme, she... Even worse than my so- Sophia Roman... Hug. Yeah, but, you know, you put the effort in, love, even if it goes wrong. Well yeah. done. Uh, and then Chloe Mistarkey. Yeah. They both started. And, they did. Um, I think... Did they not play the whole game? They were... They, very good. They were running. Yeah, very good. Both of them. I thought Syme... I was I was a bit worried about Syme coming in just because she's not as physical as Carrie Jones because Carrie Jones sat with concussion and um, obviously hadn't quite recovered from that. And... Carrie Jones has been such an engine for us this season. She's just been running all over the pitch. She, she's just been tackling. She's been tackling in our box. She's been tackling in their box. She's been running up and down, doing a really good job. And, yeah, I was a little bit worried that Simon doesn't quite have that physicality, but she did brilliantly, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Her and, and Rog. 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 Her and Rog uh, in the middle. They were really fantastic because you can't exactly say that either of them are, like, real WSL names, can you? You know, 
Not until this season. Not until now. I think this is the year that they're going to make the names for themselves. You know, because obviously still no Fernie. She's injured. No Carrie Jones. Um, you know, qu- quite big boots to fill, I think. No Rachel Rowe. No Rachel. <laughs> She's still not materialised. Um, I can't believe we didn't ask um, Santa for Rachel Rowe. That's right. Before the game started, we did go into Santa's grotto at Brenton Park just uh, popped over from from Lapland yep over from to Birkenhead <laughs> and yeah we did ask him for three points before the game and he, he promised us them he did promise them it may come on Sunday against Chelsea you don't know yeah it might just be a bit late that's fine um, but yeah really what were we thinking well you asked for three points and then I just wandered out why didn't I stay and have a chat with him about some signings and try and get Rachel Rowe in the bag in my stocking rather she could be a stocking filler. Who knows? Oh, can you imagine if Rachel Rowe turned up? If, oh, God, I mean, it's the stuff of dreams, it isn't it? It would be a big, big old party, so I'm not sure if she's on, on Lauren, Chris, Lauren, Chris, like Lauren, Lauren Smith's Christmas list. <laughs> Lauren Crisp's Smithmas list. Who knows? Who knows what's on Lauren Smith's Christmas list? But Christmas shopping list. Oh, Rachel Rowe. Anyway, oh, we're just entering into dreamland now. Can you imagine having Rachel Rowe and, and Rachel... Is it Rachel Furness? I think like I've <laughs> and anyone else called Rachel. Who else could it be? Big Rach and little Rach from uh Yate Town from when I was a kid. Just <laughs> the, the reference is lost on like literally. There's, listen, there's gonna be a load of people out there that really understand that reference. And, I and doubt hello, it. hello to all of you. It's been a long, long time. Anyway. Yeah, so they did Emily really Simon well. Was amazing. Was very, very, yeah, she was very good. She broke up the play. She just worked her socks off, actually. And I think she can do that, actually, when she did that a few times last season in the Championship when she had a very contained role, when she was um, asked... A, a memorable moment of that was the London City game, actually, where she just had a really kind of defensive, disciplined midfield performance. And that was characteristic of that yesterday. Yeah, and I think she does really well when she plays close to another player. So I think her and Palmer last year had a pretty good relationship. And I think Rog, um, Rog is very disciplined, actually. She Incredibly disciplined. She doesn't really like stray forward. She doesn't stray out of her space. She's like, I think you, you can really guarantee her to be in certain spaces at certain times. So I think Emily Sign plays really well as part of a two. Um, and, and she just had someone next to her she, who, who she could kind of work alongside. And I thought they did really well. It was a difficult job. And um, I thought, yeah, the pair of them did really, really well um, and, and were part of a good defensive unit as well as a good attacking unit. They, yeah, it's, a, it's the hardest job to do is be our midfield, I think. And, yeah, the pair of them did really brilliantly. They certainly did. And you're right about Amy Rogers. She is so disciplined. I'd love to see a heat map of Amy Rogers this season. Just, just to be see, a box yeah, just in the middle. Where has she gone? She has just been in that, that, that part of the pitch and just been brilliant really enjoyed her performances in recent times um first few games of the season i, I didn't couldn't quite see it or didn't think she was quite up to speed but she's definitely started to flourish in the wsl and it's beautiful to see it is um also great work from mistaki um oh, Brooke, was great brooke aspin is out with some sort of leg thing mm-hmm. I, think. I think until after christmas from what um Lauren Smith was suggesting in the press conference. Uh, so that meant that Lazell, I think, moved to to other side, and um, and and Chloe Mistarkey played on the the left of the kind of back three. I think that's what happened anyway, because I think Lazell would usually play the left of the three, 
and then she moved across. Maybe? Anyway. I'm just trying to remember. No, yeah. I don't left really know. Right, anyway, right. she just doesn't really matter, does it? She can do it all, and apparently she can play midfield. That's what we were talking to um, the Lazels, um, Mr. and Mrs., Miss Doctor and Mrs. Lazel. <laughs> I actually don't know what their names are. I don't know what their names are. They don't I just need names, them the do they? the Lazels collectively. And because I, I said to them, you know, what do you think about my theory about Naomi in in midfield? Um, actually, I called her Lazel, which I think probably, probably freaked them out. They're probably like, why are you calling my daughter Lazel? It's just like, well. It's because it's her name. I think it's just, you know, it sounds quite public school as well, so I it think does. it works. <laughs> yeah, Lazel. <laughs> Lazel. Great so, game, Lazel. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently she used to play in midfield for the Gloucester boys um, under 18s when she was 12. What? No, no, I <laughs> I made up the 12 bit. Yeah, she but she did play. Did. She did play for the boys. She did play in midfield when she played for the boys. Is it right? Did I ever hear them saying that she only played football against girls when she moved to Bristol City? Yeah, and <laughs> the reason that she plays in defence is because England, the England set-up, wanted her to play in defence because they, for whatever reason, she used to play in midfield. So I, I still think she can be a midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she absolutely. wanted to be, she could be a midfielder, and I could see her straying up, up the pitch. This, this half, this this game. She actually had our best chance in the first half, didn't she? Which wasn't a great chance, really, but it was a, a sort of, a slight chance. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that was um, yeah, that was it. Was good to know about you know it, it wasn't a bit just of the me, history. It wasn't me just imagining that. She she looked like she could play in def- in midfield. It was it was something she did when as as a young as a youngin. So it is possible. Yeah, and I don't think it it kind of maybe maybe there aren't those kind of gaps. But you know, there's a there's in men's football you quite often see people moving, changing position when a manager kind of like an inspired manager says, right, you have to play somewhere else because we can see something about you. But at the moment, you wouldn't move her out of midfield, would you? Because she's out of defense. Um, sorry, you move her out of defense because no. she's just. She's playing brilliantly. She's of course absolutely she amazing. Yeah, totally. And the, the partnership with Megan Connolly is beautiful. It's really, it's amazing to watch them two play together, actually. They are, and, you know, just to go back to Mastaki, she did a great job. She was just absolutely bossing it, wasn't she? She was, she she just looks, she's just great. I really, really like Mastaki. She's just such a solid, gritty, hard-working player. She just, she really, just a... You know, I'm making a kind of... You're making fists and you're grimacing at me. Yeah, um, exactly. And yeah, I agree. She was brilliant. She was really good. She came in and yeah, Megan Connolly is running the show. Naomi Lazell is having the season of her life. She looks absolutely incredible. And She's on fire. She is on fire. And their attack was nullified, wasn't it? It was. It was pretty much nullified in the first half, that's for sure. Shanice who? Shanice who? Shanice van der Sanden. Um, who is very quick but can only run in straight lines and then not do much. Anyway, she beat a few of our players for pace, uh, but she did not beat Lazelle because Lazelle can do one stride to four of hers. And, uh, yeah, she just kind of... There was a few times when she just kind of just gently jogged by her side and then dispossessed her. There was one time where she gently jogged by her side, dispossessed her, did some sort of Cruyff turn and then whipped it up the line to Ella Powell or something. It was... Oh, it was beautiful. Not just defending, you know, it was really like it was you know, it was quite um it was quite it'd be quite demeaning if you were <laughs> <to understand. laughs> 
not just be defended, but be defended by a child doing a crime turn. It was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. She had a great game, um, and you know, first half, everybody in defence had a great game, and everybody on the pitch defensively had a great game because um, we didn't, they didn't really we didn't concede yeah. no <laughs> and, and it's either because of the incredibly hard you know hard working team ethic or because of the um, beautiful poetic words of Abby Harrison I think so it was it was that moment in the in the first half when Liverpool had a corner yeah not that, not that they had many no and not in the fir- in the first half they didn't have many in no. the second half they had quite a few didn't they and it yeah. got a bit Um, I'm not going to repeat what Abby Harrison said because it is explicit and our podcast will be just taken down from Spotify but all I'm saying is I could imagine it's the kind of thing the kind of cry that people would have made if they're in the trenches at the Somme and and just (laughs) we're not going to we're not going to die just as we're yeah as we're going over the top it was that visceral it was, it was actually it was, in the crowd I felt because they were just defending right in front of us we were sat behind the goal I felt genuinely frightened when I first heard it because I thought it was someone from the crowd and I thought <laughs> why would anyone in being the, in the crowd be so like angry and swearing at us and then I realised it was Abby Harrison talking to her players it was amazing. It was just like it just came out of nowhere, and it's, you know the message was: we are not going to concede. It was we're it, not going to concede, and and wow, you know, and we didn't in and that we moment didn't then because everyone would have been like, well, if we concede now, Abby's going to eat our heads. It was it was you know she she's a passionate woman, isn't she? <laughs> I mean, like we just listened to Sound of the City, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not ashamed to say I I shed a tear at the end of that interview. I mean, it doesn't take much, does it? It doesn't to take get much. You crying, but, no, it doesn't. But, but it's, to cry at the interview, it was well, was it know, the mention of not just children being inspired? Yeah, it was. That beautiful. was a beautiful moment. It was beautiful. It How was, well it was, said. It no, was it's all... not all about the children. Are not always the future. Sometimes it's older it's people. It's just people realizing that women's football kicks ass. Yeah, or just you know, just anyone really, just being inspired. And I think that's that's the point. It was no, it was beautiful. I mean, she's she's a she's an an eloquent, inspiring person. So. Yeah, she and is. For all the foul mouthering, <laughs> she's a really great in, in, speaker, isn't she? In the heat at the moment, and I, I, <laughs> I totally relate to that because I can swear like no one's business, but I can sometimes string together a sentence. You can, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Probably better in the written word, but you know that's that's the <laughs> yeah, it's it's truth. Um, definitely better in writing, better at writing than speaking. But yeah, no, you're a good writer, sweetheart. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> um, so. So anyway, we 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 got to half time really, didn't we? We did with nil um, nil, and, we, and nil, I was nil. really pleased with that because yeah, it's solid, isn't it? It's it's a solid solid thing to you know we've 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 gone we've gone past that. Oh, it's half nearly half time. We're going to concede. Oh, I feel so nervous. And it just we just like we we went in nil nil, and then we came out in the second half, and we've done this a few games where we've just we, in fact we did it against Man United mm. where we just went at them yeah and this time we went at them and we got our just deserves we did because it was like sustained pressure wasn't it so I think we there was maybe some free kicks and there was some corners and there were just us we were just blasting it around really we just it was it like was chaos, everyone just, wasn't it? it was but it was you know it, I think 
that's what you need mm-hmm. you need to create chaos you need to disorganize people you need to just ping the ball about you need to move the ball really quickly and this is what matt beard was talking about after the game about liverpool weren't moving the ball quickly in the first half and i do think that's partly because they were doing it not so great but also because we were disruptive enough and causing enough you know chaos to make them not play very well but yeah coming out second half it was just ping 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 and it was it was um they were shooting uh towards us weren't they bristol city and that was really exciting to have this big kind of bit of goal mouth action it felt like for the first like 10 minutes or so they were just kind of yeah sustained pressure just kept going at them and um and yeah there was definitely some shots on goal there was there was some moments of excitement and uh and there was finally an incredible goal that you you just wouldn't really know how good it was in the moment because it just looked like it hit someone. It just it, to me, what it looked like was it just Abby Harrison just hit it so hard and it it just ricocheted off test up. You know, it was a kind of a messy finish, but yeah, it looks like it just yeah, it looks it's, like it's unbelievable. So not only does it it doesn't hit her, she's definitely in the way, but she's her reaction right to being in the way is to just use the side of her foot and kind of almost like back heel it into the goal like that's not being hit with the ball is it that's like the ball's coming at me what's the only thing i can do this is the only thing i can do is like flick it so it goes between her legs and she flicks it into the goal it's incredible unbelievable that's like totally inspired because when you're not in form that's the sort of thing that hits you and goes out for a goal kick and when you're in form you look at it and you kind of creep it in (laughs) to the net it was it was unbelievable. It was so so good. But yeah, it came out of the chaos. Yeah. And everybody just kind of whacking it and but you know, in games past, maybe we just haven't created the chaos and haven't just haven't whacked it. It was like the siege. It was siege it was. mentality. That's what it was. It's it's yeah. We gave them hell. We did, we gave them hell. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was really good. It was really good fun. But unfortunately, Maybe not so long after that. It was seven we, minutes after they we scored on the fiftieth and they scored on the fifty seventh. But oh. before we do that, can we just can we just talk about um, Emily Testrup? Because I don't think we Happily. have have really Happily Testrup uh, talked about it in a way that the the performances merit. It's just been amazing, and she just looks so happy in and it's it's brilliant. Tell me, tell me about Emily Testrup. Well, Emily Testrup, she arrived, didn't she, after playing she, with WSL experience. But am I right in saying no goals? And then I, I did make me feel a little bit worried. I thought, OK, right, we've got someone here who's got no goals. Now, when you're a striker and you've got no goals, that doesn't... It doesn't look great. But we always, you know, in Lauren We Trust, we always knew that the stats were going to tell us the right thing. So I reckon that she would have, like, really good whatever Lauren wants she must work really 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 hard she must be good at holding the ball up she must be like error free in lots of respects so she doesn't give the ball away she doesn't kind of yeah anyway so it's just like and it just turned out that all those things are true she doesn't really make mistakes like she doesn't give the ball away does she she's got the really good presence she can hold the ball up she can help us gain yards she can pass it but she's got these finishes on her because that Everton finish oh my God. and the Liverpool finish, totally, totally different goals, but they are, like, incredible things to do. So, yeah. And wow. one with her head as well against West Ham. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and, and then the, the penalties as well. Yeah. And so she's also got, like, she's got, like, mentality, because I think taking penalties must be very difficult. Um, 
maybe maybe it's not but i was a goalkeeper and i always thought i would hate to be the one taking the got taking the penalties it's a terrifying it, it looks, moment it looks frightening to me um because you just you're not expected you, you are expected to do it and that's too much pressure yeah. anyway anyway she's she's the full package isn't she she's got the lot she can do it all um and she's just in the form of her life and it's just like she has arrived at bristol city and this has been building her whole life and this is the moment and this is the opportunity and this is the space and the time where she is just going to have the best season of her life and we are just reaping the rewards of Emily Testrup, all of those years of hard work, this opportunity, this is, it's just when you find that fit, that place where you are given the role that you need, you know, the the square pegs in round holes, she's mm-hmm. she's found the right, she's the, um, she's the right peg in the right hole. She's the Timu Puki, isn't she? She is Timu Puki, this is the... That's definitely the vibe I get from her, it's just like, he's always... She's obviously her, Scandinavian, but she's it's, it's, Danish, yeah. but not Finnish. Yeah. She doesn't have a beard. No. No, the, I mean, it stops she's there, doesn't bold. it? But, you know... Everything else, I agree about the, the, the trajectory of a career of somebody who... Worked really hard, has always been respected by their managers, has never failed to get into teams but never really, really been very successful at a club. Just been kind of, okay, good enough, keeps playing. And then they turn up at the club that's right for them and they look like a genius. And this is what's happened to Amelie Testrup. She's always evidently been good. She's always worked hard and always been played by people, but she's never before probably looked like such a genius. No, indeed. And, and now she's starting to... Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's what, amazing. What's, you know, like how long? how long can we keep her? She's, she's going to just be like, she's she's a bit of magic. She she has been an absolute revelation. And I just, that goal against Everton, oh my God, it's just, it's brilliant. It's just so good. And and yesterday, it was just amazing. And see, she's, she's scored against two of her old clubs, which is poetic justice for us, just because we've had players who've scored against us. Mm. And it's, it's brilliant. You know, Emily Testrup. We love you. Absolutely. And you're trying to win her shirt, aren't you, DM? I am. I possibly haven't won it. We, oh, um, has it already been... I think it, the, the winner's been announced and it's not you. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think you get told if you don't win. That's that's appalling. But I did I did win my city rewards. <laughs> I did look on an idle moment during the week when <laughs> I got that email about the my my city rewards. I did I did click on that because I thought, oh, I'd like Emily Testrup's shirt, please. That would be very nice. That would look nice but next to Bentley's. It would be nice, but um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway if we, if we don't get it. <laughs> because we've got actually Emily Testra up on the pitch. Exactly. Scoring goals. So it's amazing and it's brilliant. And I just, I just, just love it. It makes me so happy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's brilliant. So it's, I'm it's giddy not with often joy. that someone turns up. Oh, and... I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Journey, journey women. Yeah. And they're just... Oh, just it's so great. It's it's like a plan coming together. Um, so yeah, so one one, great goal. We lose our minds for like about five minutes, and then we concede. There was a bit of a momentum shift. Obviously, I mean, Liverpool made about five substitutes, didn't they? Throughout that was the game. absurd. And the first substitution they made was um, bringing on Bixen in disguise, Mel Lawley, who played um, for us in like. 
2011 or something. Yeah, it was. I think it was when in the first couple of years of the WSL. Um, I honestly can't remember. But her. She came on a... and she came on as like a wide left, like le- yeah, like a left winger, and momentarily that kind of messed us up a bit. So they did have a bit of a shift um, in their formation. Um, or if not in their formation, then at least like Mel Lawley was like very much a wide player and she, she is still quite quick. Um, and I think that's where the goal came from, isn't it? From their kind of, yeah. I, I think a Stretching very us. quick counter attack. And it was like one of the first times that they did something really quickly and with such width and it kind of threw us off guard really, because I don't think we were like napping, but we didn't respond well to the substitution. I don't think we thought about what she could potentially do and how we were going to respond to her. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it certainly looked like that. And then we did, and I did think, oh God, here we here we go. We're going to have a we're going to have a ding dong. I don't think I can cope with a ding dong. But mm. <laughs> luckily, it stayed at one one. Because at first of all, I was like, oh one now, we're going to win. Whee. Imagine if we got another goal. Two I did nil. think we were. I did think, come on, this is going to be the game where we get two in a row. You know, can you imagine that 2-0 win away from home? How amazing that would be. I mean, that is just dreamland scoreline, isn't it? But it didn't It didn't happen, and it was 1-1, and from that moment onward, I was just like, I'll take a 1-1. I'll, I'll be... I, well, for 0-0, I was just like, I'll, I'll take a 0-0, 100%. Yep. I'd happily take a point here, because... Yeah, and we did. And it was... And in fact, once we recovered a bit of the momentum, because we, we lost it a bit, and then they were sort of pressuring us a little bit, but not much... And then um, Abby Harrison kind of, she well, she went off, didn't she? She did have a moment where she nearly got on the end of something and it looked like she tweaked her hamstring. Oh, that was a worry. She it kind was... of did a bit of an air kick and then pulled up in the yeah. way that people pull up when they do their hamstring. It's kind of like, ooh, that didn't, you know, it didn't look like it was... A, ta- a tackle or anything it was just it was yeah so that was a bit of a worry but she shook it off didn't she she did shake it off and I think by the sound of it from this evening she wasn't saying when they asked her what she was on Sound of the City and they asked she her, made it sound like she was perfectly fit she was she's absolutely she, fine yeah so. I don't think it was a thing I think she just kind of maybe was a bit exhausted as well because she's still on her kind of game time trajectory up to 90 minutes Mm. Um, and she is someone that you want on for 90 minutes, isn't she? So Ideally, yes. And, yeah, Mary Ward came on and was really good, actually. I mean, I thought yesterday was probably the best Mary Ward, most effective Mary Ward performance that I've seen when she's come on. She just nipped at them. She bullied them. She made them look a bit frightened and pressed them into making a few mistakes I think and there were a couple of moments and at the end by the end of the game we were basically going for it and I just I'm I guess I'm not used to seeing Bristol City play like that in the WSL and I was, I was a bit like oh come on you know I know I was Calm thinking down. Like, why, I mean, is, like... why is Ella Powell up this high <laughs> but we were we were going for it we were we were trying to and Morgan, trying to score Morgan, Morgan was was still you know, stretching them just and, running yeah. running 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 just running so much but back on Mary Ward she was very good when she came on um, she was really impressive. She kind of, she brought a bit of the chaos with her. She put the cat amongst the pigeons, didn't she? So she's like, she's, she's got, she looks incredibly young and I think that's a bit disarming sometimes. And then she's really tall and leggy and limmy. Um, but she, it was the first time where she looked, um, it's like she's got this weird, she's quite composed whilst looking quite 
ramshackle all at the same time because I think she's quite unpredictable. But this time it's like she was kind of came on. She was like owning it. She was just like, I'm going to come here and you're not going to figure me out. Mm. And mm. It, But she kind of looked like she knew what she was going to do and no one else did. Whereas maybe before she's kind of looked a bit like, I don't know what I'm going to do, neither does anyone else. But this time it was like, no, I'm going to make this run. I'm going to put this ball in here. I'm going to do this. And, and she kind of worked and she connected to other people better. She connected to Fionn and, well, who else would have been playing at that time? She connected to Fionn. Shania Hales came on. And she managed to link up with her well. And, and and test trap as well. She put some balls across and, and vice versa. Yeah, there was a couple of moments when, when the balls were like flashing across the Liverpool goal and you thought, oh, if somebody could get on the end of that. It was... Yeah, we yeah. had like that front four. Um, not front four. I guess it was a front three, like just different personnel at different times. So, you know, Harrison, Morgan, Hales, Mary Ward, whoever was playing in that front three, they mm. were starting to really like link. Yes. And maybe that's what's been missing a lot during the season is that kind of like link up play and our goals haven't really necessarily come from front three linking up Mm. but our goal did you know kind of come from front three linking up because it was Abby Harrison (laughs) smashing it and Testrup cleverly getting in the way and it was just like and then when Mary Ward came on it was just like okay we've still got a front three they're just they've just like got slightly different properties but they're still linking up I just think like that's because we've got this magical defence now that like they did click really quickly Mm. How, like, well, it was about game three, I think they decided Megan Connolly was actually a centre-half. And then the midfield have looked quite solid for a while, regardless of who's in there. It's like a quite well-established kind of job. You just need kind of disciplined people to do it. And the front three now, after, after yesterday, I was like starting to think, OK, this is the moment where they figure each other out. Um, well, certainly, with Harrison being back and yeah, well, you know, you know knowing even what just to do. The space, the place, the proximity of Testrup and Harrison was that's what created that goal. It's like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, just both of them in the box. Yeah, great, brilliant. Yeah, no, and I thought Mary Ward because she, she runs at people, and and I think that also shocks shocks the players that she's facing because she she can beat them and she just she runs and she sort of nibbles and she. She bullies. So great, great performance. I actually thought Shania Hales also came on and looked strong and looked convincing because she hasn't hasn't had the best season in terms of... She looked pretty lacking in confidence, I think. Mm-hmm. And I thought yesterday she came on and she just looked a little bit more like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing it, I'm going to hold the ball up. And she, she, was looking, she was looking good. So hopefully Hales can regain a bit of confidence because it is about confidence it's a it is it would be amazing if, many levels isn't it if Shania Hells was kind of like someone who really came on and owned the 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 finisher role you know someone who came on with 15 minutes to go and owned that kind of right I'm incredibly quick you don't want to see me in the 75th minute that's you know if she could kind of own that and start having that as like her because it must have been hard being, you know, being a, a goal scorer and then essentially being on the bench. Like, that must have been quite a difficult transition from from starting a lot of the games last season to, to not really starting so many. Um, but I still think she's a, a real asset 
Because if you can score in the championship, you can be a good WSL player. Well, she scored in the WSL before. You yeah, know. yeah, she's, yeah. For, she's, for Villa, was it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she's got it in her. It's just, it's just getting that confidence, having a performance where she probably feels like she's made a difference and made an intervention, and it's. It takes a while, doesn't it? So It does, but I'd love it, you know, if we kind of have that, you know, special teams mentality of, right, yeah. okay, here we go. It's it's Mary Ward, it's, it's Shania Hales, it's whoever. Three people who kind of are going to get used to one another and three people who come on at the same time and, and, and mix it up. Yeah. Then, because, yeah, I think, yeah, both Hales and, uh, and Mary Ward came on and, and looked the best they've looked. Um definitely all season really yeah so, definitely yeah, just maybe definitely. they're just they're just getting into it aren't they sure so, um, yeah. yeah they were good they were good and the fact that yeah that it was shocking to see them just go at it when it was one all just oh, thought God. don't lose it don't lose it but yeah but it would have been really deeply depressing to just see them low block and they just yeah. they didn't do it they all didn't game. do it no they didn't and they didn't they didn't lose it in a in a in a stupid way at the end and that you know class we'd have lost that game easily years ago and we'd have lost it in the last minute in a stupid annoying way but we, yeah we got a point point from that and that was that was brilliant and we didn't at no point in that match did we look second best to that Liverpool team at no, all not at player all player for player we matched them for quality tactic to tactic we we matched them if not better it's just we were I would say we were probably like 55 percent you know five percent better than them yesterday but we didn't quite we were like a little bit better than Liverpool yesterday um and we if we'd edged the game if we'd nicked a win at the at the death or at some point you wouldn't have think you wouldn't think that we were lucky getting that no because we were I think it would have been cruel for us to lose it but it but you we, know we would we did we would have walked away from that I think as just about deserving winners but I think a point shared very very good point I actually wasn't massively impressed with Liverpool and when I've watched Liverpool this season on the telly they've looked like that they've looked a bit inconsistent every time I've had eyes on Liverpool they've, they've looked just I wouldn't say mediocre but just inconsistent because obviously they played against Brighton a week the week before the um, international break and won 4-0 which I was really shocked about because mm. I, I never would have seen that coming because Brighton seemed quite solid but yeah, I, I just thought, we again, another match in the WSL where we turned up and we just looked like we belonged and we played really well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a bit, yeah Liverpool, yeah, I'm, st- I'm still not kind of... I don't know what's going on with them this season because any time I've actually seen them on the TV, they've not really looked that good. But they've they've got a few points, haven't they? They've won enough games. Yeah, they're doing quite well. Yeah. Um, they're just not... It's just the times that I've seen them play... Um, they just haven't really looked that good. Mind you, one of them was against Chelsea, I think, and and you know, yeah, that just that was one of Chelsea's days. You know, when they just looked, they looked <sighs> ridiculous. So you know, you know, anyone anyone can fall prey to that. So, but um, yeah, I just I haven't really seen Liverpool this year look amazing. Um, but they've been doing, they've been getting points, and they've been, you know. Getting wins, again, we exactly. They're getting, getting wins at home and yeah. and shutting teams out and scoring lots of goals, but as well on occasion, but very inconsistent. And yesterday's crowd, I was 
pretty shocked actually having been part of these record-breaking crowds at Ashton Gate in recent times to see 1,341 1, 1, was the attendance yesterday. I mean, big Which up. is 10 big times the... smaller than the last Bristol attendance. That's a shock, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But big up to the Bristol City fans. There were a lot of us there yesterday. We filled out. Well, I say we filled out. I don't think we did fill out the way we went. No, uh, not, not in the least, it but was a, it, it felt busy, didn't it? It did feel busy. And the coach, we took a coach up, not a full coach, but we did take a coach up. And then... It just people kept on coming and joining us. It was and brilliant. It's just like I just couldn't imagine who else would be coming next. But it was people from the men's game. Yeah, because they played up played at Huddersfield. Hud- Huddersfield. Some real gobby people as well. Yeah, they were brilliant, weren't they? So some of the men's fans had stayed to watch the women because obviously it's pretty entertaining. There was some um, unlike you know, the men's, which is really boring apparently. <laughs> if you listen to Sound, if of, you the listen to Sound of the City, so honestly, just need to inject a bit of life into those fans and. Well, the I think they need, a, they need a win and a few goals, don't they, by the sounds of it? It sounded boring. The guy, sounded the guy, the fan was just like, yeah, sometimes you do just look away quite a lot or look at your phone. You know, it's, it's boring. It's boring. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, not, you know, if you're at Ashton Gate, you're watching City Women, it's not boring at all. It's, it's really exciting. You're on the edge of your seat. I was, I was on the edge of my seat yesterday. It was, it was fantastic. It was really good, really exciting. And, and actually, like, fully committed team... Yeah, they they do give their all, don't they? And that's it's it's proper conviction out there, and and that is that is beautiful. You know, we appreciate that. Yeah, so. absolutely. No, they were brilliant. They were really good, and it was great to it was great to go on the coach and watch them and enjoy a lovely day out with City fans. We had a lovely time. So at least you know, I'd say at least 50, 50 of us, fifty of that group or maybe like 41 of us were city women fans but yeah i mean it was a nice atmosphere very welcoming at prenton park the the liverpool all the stewards and the um... stewards were lovely had a lovely chat with um a steward nice you know nice chat with a scouser (laughs) and his friend lives in Thornbury. Thornbury. Yeah, so he was excited about coming and stewarding at this game because he could talk to... Someone about f- Thornbury, and I could have said something about Thornbury because I grew up quite close to Thornbury. I could have said something really, really South Gloucestershire that would have got made him say, wow. But but, um, but you didn't. We, no. just talked, we just talked about football and... Liverpool. And we talked about Liverpool. And, yeah, I was just... I just thought... Yeah, just... Uh, as a global brand, as a, one of the biggest football clubs in the world, like in the world, let's not no in the world play that. like anywhere in the world you go, you'll Liverpool, see someone wearing a Liverpool shirt. They are an absolutely huge club, and the the marginalisation of their women's team when you compare it with the you know the leadership that City have shown this season by putting the City women in Ashton Gate for the WSL games and the the, the rewards it's, it's reaping in terms of just, well, just good feeling, actually, and just excitement and, and joy among people, even though we're losing. I think everybody's just really quite happy because we just feel res- a bit more respected as supporters and we feel like the women's game is being a bit more respected. But, yeah... It was. It's poor, isn't it? It's poor. It's pretty low numbers considering what's happening to attendances around the rest of the WSL. It's quite strange, actually. 
it's they've got quite you know yeah i don't i may you know you can't blame it on bristol just being like a bad draw because you know yeah you know ideally you want your crowds there for your home team and, yeah. and you think like right okay you know if you're liverpool you should be thinking this is three points we'll go to this one and watch some goals yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's because they're playing in Birkenhead at, at Tranmere or whatever. I don't know. Just, I just think it's. I just, I just thought it was poor. <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. So that's to the the you know, the 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 personnel behind the scenes at Liverpool Football Club. That one message too, as opposed to Liverpool fans. Not the Liverpool fans. But there was a brilliant fan, wasn't there? Second row near our end. They're having a right old gob. No, they were yeah, exactly. Exactly, they were amazing. She was like a foghorn. She was almost she was as loud as so Abby Harrison, loud, yeah. swearing at everybody in the in the in the lovely in the acoustics in that stadium, it though. Certainly were, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I enjoyed I enjoyed being at my second trip to Prenton Park, and I've enjoyed I've enjoyed a competitive draw every time. It's 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 the space to go watch a competitive draw and City playing black like we did both times. Brooke Aspen didn't get sent off. She wasn't playing. That's but, the only reason. But, yeah, just something something not quite right there, obviously, among the... Just, I think there's a massive discrepancy between the size of Liverpool Football Club in general and the size of those crowds. Mm. It's just... Yeah, no, it is, it is a bit odd. And, um, obviously, the, the bug, the good feeling, the the happiness and the excitement about women's football obviously hasn't reached Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, which is a shame because um among the wider population. Yeah. But you know, maybe maybe well, who knows, who knows what will happen next for them, but yeah, hopefully we'll just keep on having our big crowds and hopefully our away support will increase as well and especially yeah. now we've got these are these coaches guaranteed for the rest of the season. Yes, exactly. So yeah, that's that's really exciting news of, of having coaches guaranteed. We're going to have coaches for every single WSL away game for the rest of the season and that will build an away support steadily and it does make a difference and there was new faces on the coach yesterday and it was really nice to see some old faces as well and like let's just keep building that away following and it obviously it makes a massive difference to the team you know Abby Harrison said so tonight so it was, it was brilliant so yeah so that's that's that that was that game great great result great performance um RHPC Wednesday night Reading County Cup looking forward to that meaningless game looking forward to it though always love a trip to the RHPC I love a trip to the RHPC and I love watching football under floodlights and uh, I, I hope we win I want to see some goals. Yeah, let's have some goals. Let's have some goals. Let's you just know? have some. Let you know. Let them. Let rip. Let look. rip. Give them hell. Give them hell. And then Chelsea on Sunday. <sighs> That's going to be a bit tricky, but you know, <laughs> listen. It, you know, the logic is Arsenal beat us two one. Arsenal beat them four one. Yes. Yeah. So what's the logic? So the logic is. We should beat them 2-0. I'm not sure that's mathematically in any way correct. I mean, if that if that happens... That's just... I mean, I'm almost going to put some money on that just because I think it's so improbable that the odds are probably absolutely huge and we'll get a massive return because of just... 
it would just even uni- just a pound the universe would turn on its set on its head several times if we won that game 2-0 but you know i'm i'm going with it i'm happy that's my prediction 2-0 bristol with goals from rog and harrison clark <laughs> Because <laughs> we were shouting at Liv Clark. <laughs> the, the shoot! 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 Oh, she had a good game though. Let's she just was say. great. She had she a good great. game. She good gave me. She gave me several concerns with her sit downs. She likes to sit down, does Liv? I think that's strategic. It's a strategic sit down, but when you're on keeper three, <laughs> yeah, it's a real worry. You'd be like, can you get someone else to sit down for a bit? Because you're really giving me the panic. Oh, Benny, getting up and having a warm up just to sit down again. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, so apart from that, no. Let's just say, um, yes. Transfer window opens on the first January. Yeah. You know what we're going to call it from now on. The Rachel Row window. The Rachel Row window has opened. The Rachel Windrow. The transfer window. It has Got opened. There eventually. Will she leave Joe Potter? I would. In Scotland. Misery guts. In a in a heartbeat, I would leave. I oh, would come. Yeah, I would. Of course not. Like, would, would it be too much? L- like would you rather Welsh camp? No, no, it wouldn't be like Welsh camp because Welsh camps got Gemma l- Granger in charge. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Welsh campers. It's I'm sure Welsh camp's really good fun, but it's like Welsh camp but with attacking football. Welsh That's camp, what Bristol yeah. City is. Yeah, so exactly. So come back, Rachel Rowe. Come back to England. We come back to England, come and play for Bristol. It's basically Wales. Like, you can get a lovely tattoo. It's your favourite place to get tattoos. She's probably loving it up in Scotland. You, but... you know, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's lovely up in Scotland. But come to Bristol and, you know, and be a god. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fe- come... There's at least three people that are really resting all their hopes and dreams on your signature so come on i'm sure you listen to this podcast don't disappoint us please exactly so is there anyone else there i mean i do the way lauren smith is acting you she think just seems she's so calm you think she's, she's just got the look yeah. of somebody who just knows they're bringing in like three absolutely stunning signings because she's in her press conference i've never known somebody to be so calm i thought well have you, do you know something i don't yes you do you well, you'd hope um <laughs> they don't let you in on the the the, the management whatsapp no i t- <sighs> Have to be a fly on that wall, <laughs> but I—I I mean, I can't really think of anyone do, right now. That no, I, I can't. I can't think. It's of, really I, difficult. I, I never isn't know. It? I never know who... the return of Sophie Ingle. It's, a, oh, it's, it's just a small Welsh camp. Hello, Bernie. It's just like we just look at the the Wales team. We're like, mm, who's who's going to come from Wales? You think like, right, come back, Jess Fishlock. And we, we sort of <laughs> we, we weighed it, we weighed it up with Jess Fishlock on the NWSL, and we thought actually it's probably a bad idea because even though she's really really old, she'd still want to be the first name on the team sheet, and she just won't be, and she'll have a diva off if she if she doesn't doesn't get picked first. But but I just feel that. She was just so confident, wasn't she? And they, she was just like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter if we lose against Liverpool or, or Chelsea, because after in January we're just gonna, it's, we'll have all our players back and we'll have some new bodies in. It'll be fine." And I just thought, well, you. She just has the air of somebody who 
who knows some good news. So I, I think we're going to... Yeah, I mean, I don't know really because I think, you know, the market that Bristol City are operating in is not really the market that I'm fully aware of, you know. It's no. those kind of... It's, you know, with, with a, a few exceptions, it's those kind of like... It's the players who were sitting under the radar that Bristol go for. Would you not? Do you not think? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's yeah. people who are kind of like absolutely outstanding in their field currently. It's people who have got tons of potential. They've obviously got a lot right about them, but they're not people who are shining. They're people who are kind of yeah, people who are kind of like yeah, we're not we're not in the market to kind of go right. Okay, why don't we sign Martha Thomas because she seems to be having a really great season. That's not the market we're in, is it? It's like you're signing Martha Thomas seasons ago underperforming that's who we're do you know what I mean like that's our market is not the type of player I know I don't know enough about players who don't play yeah you don't yeah exactly I'm so, the same I so don't know so that's I, I why I'm know. looking at it exactly that's I'm like well yeah obviously Rachel. what I do think is whoever comes in mm. they're going to be good because the, the signings that Lauren Smith has made over the years have been so amazing from like from nothing from the teeny tiniest little squad all these players that she's brought in have been fantastic and some of them have been properly amazing and and impressive and you know and they're going to be at Bristol for a long time and really like have amazing careers like I didn't see you know Napier I like I, I knew who she was but I wouldn't have put her on a shopping list and she's had a fantastic season Megan Connolly wouldn't have put her on it like he wouldn't have expected it you know Testrup Mm. You know, these aren't people that you kind of go, oh, I wish they came to Bristol. They're people who are just like professional footballers that you might have heard of. But they've come along and they've they've been absolutely brilliant. So just whoever whoever she signs, the 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 thought that goes into her signings is obviously um, really really sound. So whoever comes in, I'm just really excited to see them play because if they come in, they're going to play. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah. They're going to be good. So, exactly. So, I just... I In Lauren, we trust. In Lauren, we trust. So, there we go. So, that's it from us. There'll be no podcast next time after the Chelsea match, just because we are doing... We, we just won't be able to do it. Um, but going to try and do some kind of podcast, I think, probably before the end of the new year, before the end of the year even, just to just to have a chat about what happened in Chelsea. But mm. in the immediate aftermath of the Chelsea match, we will not be... We will not be talking mm-hmm. um, on this platform, but we'll talk to each other. They won't yeah, be at we home. We will talk to yeah. each other. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to. Yeah. So um, that—that's okay. So <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> Me too. So there love we go. Our, I love yeah. our chat. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, all right then. Okay, so that's it. We will. We'll. We'll see you next time. We'll, thank you very much for listening, and yeah. thank you to all your you know to your listenings to to the Bristol City Vixen cast we will catch you next time when we go again, go again.